Sean Dizzle. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh, baby burp. Mikey Hizzle. <laughs> Starting this joker baby off burp. right. Oh, yeah. You playing that shot game, I'm going to be on it tonight. You best be ready. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Number two. I'm, I'm drinking whiskey, so I'm not doing any shots. Ooh, a chaser. <laughs> you three shots in, boy. You figuring to be drunk. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like we happy should recording say a disclaimer day. before I enjoy yeah. happy recording day with you. Okay. Don't play the shot game if you're one driving, uh, watching your kids. Having to be an adult, if you're adulting, don't be playing no shot games. You know what I'm saying? Just be safe. But if you're just at home, chilling, you're at a friend's house, chilling, you ain't got to drive later, do the damn thing. Disclaimer over. Uh, If you're doing shots while you're driving, you got more problems than... <laughs> us belching. I just but, feel like we need to cover our ass and just say it, even though, you know, oh. you're probably old enough to know. But hey, you can't blame us. <coughs> hey, if you got a drinking problem. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, simple. Be an adult. Easy. Happy recording day. Happy recording day. I'm feeling good, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like <laughs> our last episode was was dope. We had Drew Winston up in this mug. It was fun. Uh-huh. We actually delivered finally on like having a interview each month, which we kind of got away with the first two months because we interviewed each other both months. Sure. So sure. we're still living up to our expectation. And dude, I got to say, I was just texting you earlier. Um, we pretty much already have three more, like, ready to go. We just got to choose dates. So, pretty excited about that, a lot. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, it's important we choose dates. That way, it's a committed time, and it works for everybody. Uh, put it on the schedule. Make sure I'm in town. Oh, show. It's all good. I like it. I like it like oh. that. I don't hate the song. I actually love the song. I just don't like Cardi. B. That's it? Yeah, I don't either. I just had a few technical difficulties, but we're rolling again, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay you know right, i'm not a, i'm pause. not a huge fan of cardi b i uh it's a tuesday i typically work at the coffee shop tuesdays and thursdays and uh mm-hmm. it's going up on a tuesday um and someone was watching a cardi b video and still don't get it I just i don't know man I just haven't been I haven't been captured, you know. I get the women power. <laughs> I'm a rapper. I mean, she sounds good. I'm not uh I'm not sure. faulting her if on that. Like, like her voice that. sounds cool. It's super unique. She's got that hood, but I'm a I'm an expensive hood, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, yeah. that's cool and all. I just for me, <clears throat> I'm gonna stick with Eminem and Lil Wayne and even Drake. And that's that's my wheelhouse, you know what I'm saying? 
Snoop. But I like then you, you got to throw Snoop in there too. And then you take yeah. such an iconic song, and to me, I didn't feel like you did it justice. Hate me, go ahead, but I just mm. it's my personal thing. So if you don't like it, I actually agree. Take a long 100% walk on a short pier, as my <laughs> grandfather always said. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, that is about as 1950s as you can it's get. Old school, bro. I still yeah. like it. I want to keep it alive. Mm. All right. You like it, I love it. I like it like that, so you yeah. could say. <laughs> Indeed. So, um, dude, a couple things I guess we're going to talk about today. Uh, I guess we can get to the first one. Actually, no, before we get there, uh, how about, uh, again, shout out to Drew. That was awesome. And if you liked it, and and we didn't get a chance to 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 plug this last time, but look, if you listened to the last episode and you really enjoyed it, and uh, you'd like to be interviewed, just let us know, right? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I mean, we don't have to know you to interview you. Yeah, it just so happens. You just got to be interesting, you know. That some of the interviews you're gonna hear are people that we do know through some mm-hmm. some way. And uh, they really are getting behind what we're doing here, and they find themselves to, uh, you know, like the conversation. So that's cool. Yeah, the part of the Unchurched Podcast Nation, you know. And uh, if you're a part of it too, and and would be interested in having a conversation with us, we're interested in having a conversation with you. So yeah, boy, uh, hit us up. So yeah, and I did want to say that just off the bat, I mean, you can hit us up at unchurchedpod at gmail.com. You can check out our yep. website, unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. Um, yeah, we're on Insta <sighs> hashtag unchurchedpod, and same goes for Twitter, unchurchedpod. So you can use any of those outlets. If you're a SoundCloud listener, you can drop us a yeah. line there. And while we're talking about it, I don't know why I'm doing the whole Canadian thing randomly, but I kind of like it. Me so. either. It's kind of weird. Get off my dick. Kind of. But uh, don't forget, if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and just, you know, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, give us some stars, preferably four or five. And, uh, you know, we we like the love. Five. Good loving. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's the way to go. Five stars only. Plus, um, if you do, we'll give you a little sweet. shout out. I shoot it on the podcast. Yeah. We'll tell you that we love you a long time. So long we love you. So um, I sent you a little thing, a little snippet today. You did. Um, and I read it because it was super short. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have read it if it was long. I just... No, you I started have. reading it, and then I'm like, oh, I'm already done. No, I've sent you stuff before that was too long. You didn't read it. Well, yeah, if I get halfway down and I realize there's like half a scroll left, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm just mm. going to piece this together. And What do you call that when you read real fast? Uh, skimming. Yes, I'm just going to skim through. <laughs> One of the easiest things because, to remember. Because, the, <laughs> because speed reading is not something that you do, speed my friend. Speed reading. That's what I was thinking. I can speed No, read. but see, that would be a lie. You cannot speed read. I can, but I, lying miss, sack of I shit. missed most of it. And then I'm like, I don't even know what I fucking read. Mm. So I got to go regular. Then you're not it. speed reading. Because <laughs> part, part of speed reading is comprehension. Well, I don't comprehend a lot of things. <laughs> anyway, dude got in trouble on SNL. Yeah. Last week Saturday, right? So, uh there was a skit about uh sex abuse, which is not a funny topic, right? Sex abuse is not funny. No. But it's Saturday not. Night Live. 
it's Saturday Night Live, right? And so they, they're going to take their liberties and they're going to be as rude and crazy. And, you know, the thing about comedy is that your job is to make everything a joke so that we can laugh and get some relief, right? <laughs> so I don't really have a problem with that. But um, on the weekend update segment, uh, co-host Pete Davison addressed the disgraced R&B star who was facing multiple counts of sexual abuse. And of course, it's talking about R. Kelly, who I don't really care to talk about on this podcast because he can eat a bag of dicks. Um, but he says, uh, before I continue, this guy is a monster and he should go to jail forever. But if you support the Catholic Church, isn't that like the same thing as being an R. Kelly fan? I don't really see the difference, except for one's music is significantly better. <laughs> Whoever wrote that joke was brilliant. Was spot on. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I didn't deliver it. I'm just reading it. I didn't deliver it the way he delivered it. I mean, it's all over the news. You can actually uh, watch the video on on YouTube or whatever. They haven't taken it down yet. Um. <sighs> But he was cracking on R. Kelly, and you got everybody, a lot of people that still support R. Kelly. And he's like, well, if you support R. Kelly, isn't that just like supporting a Catholic church? Because they did the same damn thing. Sexual abuse. The only difference is that R. Kelly's music is better. I get the joke. Sure. I get the punchline. Yeah, me too. But the Catholic church is freaking demanding an apology from SNL. Yeah. And specifically from this guy. And dude. Which, <clears throat> I mean, what's your knee jerk to that? Your knee jerk reaction? Because I know mine. Mm. All right. So uh, mine is probably going to be softer than yours. <clears throat> so I'll go first. Well, mine's super <laughs> quick, but I mean, go for it. I know mine's softer, though. All right. No, you go first since yours is My quick. knee jerk was you're not fucking 12, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Judge me, hate me, love me. I mean, that was just my, like, seriously, this is what you want to, like, waste your time on? <laughs> is coming at some SNL people about, oh, you made a joke, and it wasn't it wasn't funny. It actually really hurts. And, oh, my God, I'm two years old, and you're being a bully. Like, fucking grow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't so bad from you, so I guess well, mine is if, not all that nicer. If you'll uh, allow me to expound just a little bit. I would love for you to expound just a little bit. Because I want people to understand, like, I'm not some cold-hearted asshole. Like, Of course not. I understand trauma to the level that I have witnessed it and lived it. And when my wife and I had a miscarriage, it wasn't a typical miscarriage. Like, I held a dead fetus in my hands in a public bathroom and had to transport my unborn child an hour and a half to a hospital. Like I understand certain amount of trauma and like that's shitty. You know what I'm saying? Very. There's no way to paint that in any other light. Very. And when people make fun of abortions and like losing kids, even with what I've gone through and it still affects me. Like, I mean, it hasn't been a year, you know, Yeah. like it's still super fresh and yep. it's changed me beyond words you still and my it. wife. And when people mm -hmm. joke or people talk about certain things, I react internally, but I don't, I don't hold them to the same level of understanding because they haven't been through it. So like, if you want to joke and it's funny, sure, like go for it. I don't have to react to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I can remove myself. I cannot watch the show in this case. Like, it, it doesn't have to... I, I feel like, you know, the Catholic Church is now saying, like, well, you have to live to this standard because that's a no-no, and what you did is offensive. Well, you're kind of putting your own shit onto people, and I wonder if it's because you're protecting from... R. Kelly had, what, three uh, people come out against him? Yeah, something like that. And there's that. been 
well over a hundred instances of molestation and sexual abuse in the Catholic church. So obviously there's a knee jerk there on their part. That's like, Hey, that's not cool because like, yeah, that shit was fucked up. Obviously they're not going to say it that harsh, but like, it's still a wound for us and we don't know how to deal with that. So like, don't make fun of it. And that's why, like, that's how, even though I said what I said, like, grow up, you're not 12. That's why I'm saying that. Because, like, you know, bad shit happens. People are horrible. But if you can't, at some point, make light of it and understand, like, I can't hold people to the level of things that I've gone through. And I shouldn't make you feel like you can't joke or say or talk about these things unless it's in this certain light. Because... That is how we show respect. Like, no, man. Like, my whole personality, Michael, you know. I fucking joke about everything. Like, nothing is off limits. Let's take it as far as we can go. And it doesn't mean that I mean it all the time or even most of the time. It's just, hey, it made you laugh. Like, maybe that's a way we can get through this shit is, you know, breaking down a barrier and being like, oh, man, it's okay to, like, laugh about this horrible thing, you know? Yeah. So that's why I said, what are you, 12? Grow the fuck up. And I just wanted sure. to clear the air on that. And, like, I've never been sexually abused. I don't know what that trauma is like. Uh, I've never been around it. I've only talked to people who have. And it is shitty, and it is horrible, and I do not condone it. But when shit happens, you have to, f- I think, you have to find ways to joke about it. And I don't, I don't. I didn't see, you know, this SNL skit to really, I I don't know, like be super offensive. And again, maybe that's because I've never been abused that way. So anyway, that's my two cents. I want to know what you think about it because you're usually opposite of what I think and stuff like this. Uh, No, I'm I'm actually uh, spot on with you. I just wanted to say one thing you said. You said 100. You said hundreds. Uh, you know, hundreds of priests or hundred and so priests uh, or victims of the Catholic Church. It's been thousands, bro. Well, I was I was referring to victims. Yeah. Yeah. Victims. There's there's been thousands. There's been thousands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you see what I'm saying, though, with like they sure. have to be on the defense because or not. They have to. But that's why they're probably taking this stance of you need to publicly apologize because that's not cool because homeboy had three instances. Let's say 10 instances just for sake of argument. And you're going up against thousands of instances with your organization. Like, of course you're going to be guarded and like, you need to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, there's been over a hundred accusations just in the city of Brooklyn alone. <laughs> in the in the past couple of years, you ever see the uh, the movie Spotlight? No, I haven't. Well, it's it's all about Catholic priests getting moved around and around from parish to parish when they get in trouble, and how they go through their therapy when they've been, you know, accused and found guilty of something and never serve any jail time. Um, mm. and it, it's quite disheartening to be completely honest with you. Um. I cried watching that movie. And I, I'm not a crier. I don't cry at movies. I think that's the dumbest thing to do is just cry at a movie. But that movie. Well, first broke off, my is it a heart. movie or is it more like documentary stuff? It's a documentary, I'm sorry. Okay. And it's on Netflix, by the way. So it's a little more real than like a Hollywood movie. Oh, it's completely real. Okay. They're giving names, dates, interviewing victims. Like right. telling stories, giving legit numbers. Like the end of the movie tells about thousands upon thousands of priests. Like there are over 400 something thousand Catholic priests. Okay. Sure. Total. In the U.S. Uh-huh. or just? Total. Oh, yeah. yes. In the U.S. is what it is. Okay. Yeah. In the U.S. Over 400,000 of them. There's a lot of priests. Do you do you know where that stats from? Just to fact check you. 
Oh, I was just looking that up. Or do you just want to go general? There's a shit ton of them. There are, in 2012, there were a total of 414,313 priests. Wow, there you go. Uh, While the total number of priests worldwide has therefore remained about the same since 1970. Um, The population has nearly doubled, (laughs) growing from 653 million Catholics in 1970 to 1.229 billion in 2012. So in 2002, the Catholic church apologized for sexual abuses, including adultery, homosexuality, and child abuse by 200 priests over the previous 20 years. In 2003, at least 34 priests were suspended in sex abuse scandal Involving sexual harassment of women. Yeah. 20 men were from a single diocese. So do you see why, like, I hold my opinion? Even if you don't Uh, agree with it? I mean, like, come on. The thing is is that I do agree with you. Yeah, no, I'm just saying in general, like, if someone's listening to this, like, come on. So so here's my thing. And, And maybe I might be a little bit more harsh than you. Like, I get the joke, and I'm totally fine with the joke. I'm I'm fine with a lot of jokes. I'm the least racist guy you'll ever meet. And I will listen to every racist joke there is. Because I know, if I know that you're joking, fine. Obviously, if it's not a joke, we're going to be fist to cuff, right? But sure. if it's like, like most of the black comedians that that are out there are telling racist jokes all the time. Like they've made their career using the N word, which I absolutely detest and never use. Well, it's not just about black. I mean, I know, I know I'm just Asian. I mean, I'm just saying that um, my point is that there are offensive jokes out there and you can choose to laugh at them or not laugh at them. Right. Sure. And your level of severity is your level. And it may not be my level. And I may be able to joke and laugh about something that you can't. Or you can joke and laugh about something that I can't. Because we're different people with different experiences. Different traumas. Different everything. Right? For me, my knee-jerk reaction to this was to laugh. Because, first of all, I thought the joke was funny. And just coming from a, a, a purely comedic because i know as soon as it said snl i'm like okay they did something offensive and then once i read it i didn't even watch the video i just read the transcript and i laughed my ass off because r kelly is in the news right now the catholic church is always in the fucking news about something stupid um so just from a purely you know comedic standpoint and the appreciation of the writer of the joke, I laughed. Uh, but at, at no point would I ever say that abuse is funny, because it's not. Abuse is not funny. Yeah, but they, I mean, made light, they made light of a very shitty situation, which is what comedians do. They make light of shitty situations to make a person laugh. That's why they call it comedic relief, because it is a relief to laugh. And so for me, it's like, fuck you, you know, sitting there on your high horse demanding an apology right now when you're still paying people off that have been fucked over by your church. You can eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. You know, how, how, how are you going to demand somebody to apologize? The the pot is calling the kettle black. You know what I'm saying? Like you're still, you have fucked over so many people. So many well, lives ruined. So many children that that are so fucked up because of your church. Because of the shit that you did. Or that you allowed. And you, you move 
this priest from this church to this church to this church uh, or parish, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. You know, I mean, how dare you? Honestly, I would say it's not even the pot calling the kettle black. The pot calling the kettle black would be the church against R. Kelly. In this case, it's like comedians making a joke about this one guy who did some horrible stuff. Yeah. But on a way smaller scale than the entire, you know, uh, Catholic church in America to to come out and say, which I guess it's kind of more just the Catholic church in Brooklyn. But still, I mean, like, a hundred versus three. Sure. And you're trying to call someone out and you're calling out not even like R. Kelly. You're coming against someone who's trying to just make a joke. I, I don't, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the millennial in me or maybe it's the, my, um, liberal coming out in me, but I just don't get it. It's, you know, and honestly, like what's going to happen from SNL and, or the actor, which again, like, th- this isn't real. You know what I'm saying? People, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go on that rabbit hole, no. but like. You're right. This it's person scripted. and or SNL and or the network comes out with an apology. What's that going to do? Nothing. The facts are still the fucking facts. And you the facts the still say the Catholic Church in Brooklyn is way worse than fucking R. Kelly. I mean, I'm sorry that that's the truth, but like you got something going wrong when you got fucking dudes fondling little boys, you know, like, so why would you call it out and thus make a bigger deal of this thing? Like you think you're going to get an apology and honestly, just to go further, I hope the SNL, the actor and the network doesn't apologize. Yeah, I don't think they should apologize for a joke. If they do, I think they should apologize jokingly and be like, "It's too late to apologize." Yeah, it's too late to apologize. Oh boy, there we it's go. Too late. <laughs> oh, you know, for me, I listen to comedy all the time. I'm a huge comedy fan. I've already told you. I would love to be a comedian in my next life. You know, had I, if I could start over all over again, that's what I would try to do. You know, I mean, I think every, every person that's been born a preacher really should get into comedy, especially if you're feeding people bullshit anyway, you might as well get paid for it and make people laugh. You know what? Secret time. Secret time. Secret time. Secret time, sometimes, after situations in life happen, I see myself doing stand-up comedy about it, and I kill, but it's only in my head. <laughs> oh, whatever. You laughed at me about wanting to be a comedian. I know No, I'm, I'm being real, shit. dude. I said secret time. I mean, that's shit real. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. I all really right. do that. All right. Plus, I was an only child. And only childs have to make themselves occupied. And yeah, you know what? Other secret time. <laughs> secret time. I created this podcast that I'm not going to name. You know what? Fuck it. See, it's secret time. I got to be real. I'm going to be, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to be real. So secret time. I created this podcast called stories from the mind of an only child. And it's still on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can go and listen And I would, like, play out these scenarios in my head as other people because it's really what happened in my head when said moments happened. Does that make sense? Actually, I do remember. I think I'm still subscribed to that on SoundCloud or somewhere. Dude, I should pick that back up. I think you should pick it back up as well and just have another podcast where you just... I thought it was funny. Like, the one you did where you were... You were like standing there watching some girl come in the store. Yeah. And you was Hit, following her around. Bitty in front of the Dollar Tree or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, girl, you looking fine. You know I love that big booty. <laughs> Just getting drunk and telling secrets. Shh. 
but it's the so, combination yeah. of your voice and then the music that you put in there and it was very creative and very funny yeah and it was like i cut it up to be like super fast you know so they were condensed and it would just happen yeah anyway if you want to check it out check it out but i you know secret time that's that's reality so like don't be thinking i'm lying when I'm telling no, you about right. another secret time about I still envision myself doing stand-up comedy sometimes. Because oh, you, here's the thing. The mm-hmm. best comedy to me is mm-hmm. relatable and shit that everyone has gone through at some point in time and or a certain group of people have gone through without a shadow of a doubt. Like, for instance, working in uh, uh, customer service, like with food or in retail, like, dude, I feel like I could do retail stand up for days because I've lived it for six years. And every Tuesday and Thursday, I still live it because I'm still doing a form of retail, like a customer service, you know, shitty waitress serve you job. And people just take advantage of the fact that like, Oh, you're serving me and I'm the customer and I'm always right. But there's so many funny things that happen. And like, I'm just saying, dude, sometimes in my head, I just wander off and I'm like, you know, oh, this would be so funny because people who've gone through that or have been through that, like they totally get it and they would laugh their ass off. So anyway, yeah, went down that rabbit hole. But yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Like when you were uh, working at the store and people thought that you were gay and females thought that you were gay and they wanted you to help them pick out clothes. Yeah, secret time. Secret time. Shh. Secret time. I used to be gay. Well, no, no, no. Let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> nope, you said it. You like said secret secret time. Nope. <laughs> you said secret time. It but means it must be true. Gay. I was it must be true. Like I was gay. <laughs> you said because it. Because at the time I worked for a retail who I'm not gonna say names, but no, don't they say were it. a pretty feminine based i mean that was their demographic and there was no way around it it's girls and dude i learned early on if i act gay i can get up in your fitting room i can put dresses on you and you're gonna friggin fill your cart and i'm gonna my commission is gonna be dope you know what i'm saying <laughs> my sales so will be through the roof just because you think <laughs> oh you can see my boobs and it doesn't matter which it didn't really matter because all i wanted to do was get my sales up so hell yeah, I was like, ooh, you don't even know how gay I acted. My God, it is so creepy. <laughs> Yo, other secret time? We're just getting drunk and telling secrets. Shh. I'm full of them tonight, bro. Other I secret guess so. time, I can be a good gay person. I'm just saying. I don't know a why. A good one, huh? Mm. All right. I'm the best gay friend you never had because I'm not actually gay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Jesus. Where where are we where are we going with this? I'm just on a roll with secret times. You're lost over there talking about Catholics and SNL and you know. Oh, trying to follow the script? Yeah. About that. What's <laughs> what's next? Let's you know let's continue. <laughs> you ain't got no secret times. I don't hear you talking about secret time. Because it's my business. <laughs> you don't have one secret time. I'm minding my own business, man. All my right. own business. Do you, baby? Uh, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, another good. secret time today. Jesus. <laughs> secret time? Shh. Well, it's because I said, you're all good, baby. I started speaking eubonics, and my boss thought it was the awesomest thing in the world. Oh. I went off on this little, like, one-minute tangent, and she was just looking at me like, huh? And then I was done, and she's like, I'm actually very impressed right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That's enough secret time. Yeah, I think that's enough secret time. All right, cool. I don't even have any more secrets. Good. That's great. (laughs) 
All right. So, um, what else did you want to talk about tonight? Yeah. So the other thing was, uh, I wanted to talk about Lent since we haven't talked about it at all. And we're like, I don't know. Uh, at the point of this podcast, we're, we're a couple weeks into it, into our 40 day Lent. Uh, and, uh, just the fact that, uh, that people are making sacrifices right now. Like we missed Ash Wednesday. We missed Fat Tuesday. We didn't celebrate any of that stuff on the podcast. Yeah, well, I celebrate uh, Fat Tuesday every day. <laughs> Think yeah, I'm a little, that. I'm a little Fat Fat Tuesday every day too. Yeah. No, you're right, man. We uh, we have not talked about it. But for those who don't, Jesus. For those who don't know, <laughs> uh, Lent is the Catholic tradition or Christian tradition of uh, sacrifice for 40 days starting from Ash Wednesday and leading up to Easter. So I just Ash Wednesday. Another secret time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Go ahead. By all means. No, no, no. no Go I ahead. Can't. I can't no, I, I, I want to hear it. I'm not it. You've got my answer. I'll save right it for now. the end. No, I don't want I the totally, end. I want it right I'm now. Totally interrupting your thing now. Oh my god! Okay, pull the dick out your mouth. Come on, go ahead. Give me the secret time. Hang on, I got a dick in my mouth. One second. Yeah, secret time. My wife right now is at a boudoir shoot. <laughs> <laughs> secret time. Shh. Y'all be so why, dirty. That's funny. I know, right? Is she snapping you the pictures? Also, secret time, she's going to fucking murder me for saying that on the podcast. Mm. That's awesome. But you know what? I'm proud of my boo. You know what I'm saying? She out there hustling. She worked all day, 8.30 to 5. And then she came home, ate some stir fry that I cooked in our electric wok that I didn't know we had until like a couple days ago. Which is <laughs> awesome, by the way. You should get one. And uh, then, No, thanks. She's out there hustling, you know, doing that photo thing on the side, bro. Yeah. All right. Cool. Boudoir? Boudoir? How did you say it? Boudoir. Boudoir. That's like the uh, burlesque type of photos, right? Yeah. It's like in this case, it's not full nudity. It's just like probably lingerie and sexy mm. stuff. Sexy time. Um, New segment, sexy time. Ooh. Boom. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that'll be a little too dirty. I like it. like that. Jesus. Boy, anyway, this podcast is way downhill, man. <laughs> Thanks a lot, hey, Sean. We're entertaining. That's what we do. Mm. All right. And we will not publicly apologize for that. I would hope not. So your wife is taking pictures of naked chicks. Here's the reason why I brought that up. She's been there for an hour and a half, and I'm just thinking, like, how long can you do a boudoir shoot? Mm. Unless it's getting, (laughs) it's getting, you know, downright cray up in that mug. Obviously longer than you can last. Hey, yo. Well, you had to do that. I don't know. My wife was joking on me today about the joke that you cracked on me the last episode about a dick shortening. I don't know. What was the just, last episode? But yeah. Or two. Well, it was the last Your, one she listened to. Uh, dick enlargement last one. surgery. <laughs> there it is. Dick enlargement surgery. Yeah. Well, that was the last one she listened to because she's always behind. Anyway. Always behind that dick. What? Um, I'm not sure if that applies. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fucking talk about Lent. Jesus, I'm what are you waiting talk, on? I'm trying to talk about Lent. <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't talk about Lent. supposed to be the unchurched podcast. We're talking. 
<laughs> yeah, we're on church. We're heathens, bro. This is what we do. Oh God. Oh. I mean, we just had an. Do you do you celebrate Lent or like honor it or do anything for it? I because I don't. I don't either. I wasn't raised to observe Lent. Yeah, so I, mean. I was just raised learning about it. And so I just wanted to just point out the wife sent me an article today. Basically, this dude is, you know, fasting beer for Lent. And I just wanted to crack jokes about how ridiculous Lent has become over the years with these freaking millennials <laughs> that are just making up bullshit stuff that's not even a sacrifice. Yeah. And calling it, oh, I'm fasting beer for Lent. And it's a dude with a big old beard. Straight up total hipster. I'm going to fast know. masturbation all month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, for me, I just think it's funny that people have just fast anything these days, you know. Which brings me to a story. I, re- I remember I was uh, in Florida and uh, going to this church and I... You know, I told the pastor that I was fast and sweets, and we were eating breakfast. Say, yeah, I'm fast and sweets. Uh, you know, for a little while, and and he's like, oh yeah, really? You're dumping shit tons of syrup on your pancakes or something? You better believe it. <laughs> I had a big old stack of pancakes, all this syrup, and he just looked at me and laughed. You're really suffering for the Lord. Really suffering right there, buddy. Just, there you go. I'm fasting. Fasting sweets. You know, but I was really young then. You know, I was really young then. Yeah. Uh, in my oh, no, freaking, I, I, I don't know, 19, 20, early 20s, something like that. And uh, I Shit, didn't know any better. 40 years ago. Shut up, Sean. Uh, but no, yeah. I feel you, man. The whole fasting scene, I guess, even... I mean, I shouldn't call it that, but people, you know, they like, it's pretty common for churches and or church staff to do a first of the year fast. So, you know, every January, you know, like all the church staff and some of the core members are like all going to fast and they all talk about it and they kind of, they make it known without making it known, you know, and it's like, yeah. It's kind of one of their like trophies or something and it's like, well, I'm pretty sure you just null and voided the fact that you're fasting. So you might as yeah. well not even fucking do it cuz you're getting your reward by letting people know that you're so fucking holy. Like that's not uh, the yeah. point of fasting. You know you're what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. Yes. It's and the, the Bible thing. is like super upfront about it. Like, hey, when you're fasting, Put makeup on your face so people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, change how you dress so that people don't know you're ripping your clothes. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's like, yeah, wash your face, not put makeup on your face. But, yeah. So, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, like, too. I mean, in today's terms, it would probably sound something around the lines of, like, Whatever you're fasting, don't put it on Facebook and Instagram and talk about it with all these people. Get on a podcast and let everyone know and do videos about how to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Exactly. You, you just don't need to do that. It, it doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do anybody any good. Um, it's like, it's like uh, the conversation that I had with, with Jenna, you know, on our, on our podcast that we did a few weeks ago. You know, Paul was like, look, forget trying to showboat in front of everybody else. If you have faith, have faith towards God, not towards man. Right? It's like, make sure that God sees you for who you are and what you're doing. And don't worry about everybody else because ain't nobody else going to, nobody else has a heaven or hell to put you in. At least that's the way that it's always been said to me, you know. So. For real. I'm man. sorry to derail your Mr. Funny Stand Up Comedy Hour, Sean Dizzle. <laughs> hey, man, just being real. <laughs> I got something real for you. 
Okay. I guess what, what something real for you. Huh? What is it? Is it big? Yeah. Is it hard? (laughs) Was the sign outside of the brothel say on Christmas Day? (laughs) I don't know. Beat it. We're closed. <laughs> See, you like that one. You like that one. You like that one. Oh, that it's Christmas good. time. Ain't nobody open, fool. Go home. Oh, Beat man. it with clothes. Buzzkill, though. I just watched uh, Leaving Neverland documentary, and oh, Jesus. I don't what came into my head that. was, Beat it, beat it, beat it. Then I was like, Oh, child molester. Fuck him. <laughs> a lot of emotions in a very short amount of time. Mm. Dude, speaking of which, have you seen that? I unfortunately, yes, I have seen it, and I have am you not seen, happy about it. Have you seen both parts? No, just the first part. I couldn't watch the second part. Okay. Well, I, I mean, first I, of all, I couldn't watch the first part either. I was pretty much just sitting there keeping the wife company, and and uh, and uh, like shopping on Amazon and buying cigars online and stuff like that. I, I really wasn't paying that much attention. So, I mean, once the first guy came out and said, yeah, I had a sexual relationship with Michael Jackson, I'm like, oh, checking out. <laughs> Is that when you decided to give up Netflix or uh, HBO for Lint? <laughs> I haven't watched HBO in over 40 days well, because there's you, no Game of Thrones. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. Here's 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 a joke for the ladies. You got one for the ladies. I got one for the ladies. Here we go. What do you call a useless piece of skin on a dick? I don't know. The man. <laughs> Heyo. <laughs> oh, I could do this all day. Well, we got about 13 more minutes, so what you got? Uh, I don't know. I've got a, just a bunch of dirty jokes, dude, and I don't like just like being super dirty on the podcast. Like, we have ethics here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's called the Unchurched Podcast. I'm pretty sure people get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I've got some seriously, seriously dirty jokes that I cannot tell on this podcast. My son might listen to this podcast one day when he gets old enough to understand what podcasts are. So, he's probably got his own that you don't even know about. Um, okay, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, since we're on the uh, subject of Netflix and HBO shows. Go for it. Lately, man, I've just been, like, me and the wife have been watching, like, um, Manhunt, Unabomber, watched the Oklahoma City one. We we started watching um, Abducted in Plain Sight, and, like, by the time the dude or the dad was, like, yeah, I saw that he was aroused, so I just reached over and finished him off. I was like, nope, done. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. But anyway, like, there's so many... Uh, oh, the Unabomber, did I mention that one? Like, Yeah. It's just crazy how many crime things are going on with like documentaries and shit. And like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy most of them, but lately, especially like watching the, uh, the MJ one, I was just like, I think I'm kind of done with watching these whole like crime documentaries for a while. Cause it's just, it might be a little too real, you know, like you can watch game of Thrones and fantasize and like still get caught up in storylines and character bios and, you can obviously get hooked and like, you know, 
Breaking Bad and The Office. Like, all this stuff that's funny and entertaining and pushes the edge. But you know, at the end of the day, like, it's paid actors. They make scenes. They make worlds, even, that, you know, are believable. And it's really cool and entertaining. And then you go to bed and it's like, oh, can't wait to watch the next episode. But then you watch fucking all this real shit and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> like, who's my neighbor? Who are the people I work with? Like, who am I? Is my <laughs> wife a fucking psycho, like, serial killer and I just don't know it? Like, it's super real. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's a little too real. Like, just so much of it, all of a sudden. Like, do you, I mean, do you kind of, like, feel the same way? Yeah, I so, for me, I don't watch stuff like that. I can't do it, dude. To me, that is, like... Uh, so you don't like watching them in general? I don't like watching them in general. So for me, I, I consider those shows to be like uh, murder training for my wife. You know, so if I ever go missing someday, you know why? Because she watches a bunch of Law and & Order and uh, shows like that. Like she's watched Narcos and, you know, uh, what's the one where the dude was cooking up meth? Crystal Meth, uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Like she loves all those shows. She she's fascinated by it. Uh, for me, I steer away from it. I like I said, dude. For me, all I want is to laugh. So I just want to watch comedy. I don't care about the real world. I don't watch TV for the real world. I huh. I, I watch TV for um I watch TV for the entertainment so that I can freaking laugh. Well, see, I'm opposite because <clears throat> I don't want to just be entertained because secretly, secret time, secret time, secret time. I feel lazy and guilty that I'm just literally devoting however many hours to something that someone wrote and just pulled out of their ass. And mm. then there's like thousands and millions of dollars to put into the show. And at the end of the day, it's like, all right, well, you watch 27 hours of that show. What do you have to show for it? But when you watch like the making of the Unabomber and it's all like history and actual events, I feel like, well, first off, mm. I'm, I'm really drawn to historical things anyway. Yeah. And like real stories, which is why I like listening to podcasts so much because a lot of it is, well, I should say the podcasts that I do listen to, it's people's opinions and views and like trends and what's happening or what has happened and why that affects what is happening and stuff that's like real and tangible, you know? Now that's not to say I don't like fucking dragons and someone cooking meth and it's fake, even though that really happens, but you know what I'm saying? Like storylines and shit. But I, I just kind of feel like if I'm going to like waste my time staring at a screen, I want to at least like, I have this false sense of like, oh, well, it's okay that we just binged watch 10 episodes of this thing Saturday and did nothing except sit on the couch because I learned about the Unabomber and like all this stuff that actually happened when really it's like, it's the same as watching something that someone created from nowhere. Does that make sense? It does. But it I does. also enjoy the, con like, I do I've been watching comedians as well. I try to find people I like, and it's really hard. Because I feel like they're either super dirty and raunchy, and it's just too much, and like, okay, there's really no need. Or they're like playing the race card way too hard, and it's like, eh, okay. You know, it's really hard to find, for me, a comedian that I can follow. Oh, I, I, I get that. You just need to try harder, though, because... Uh... For sure, I need to try harder to waste my life and be lazy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, try. <laughs> yeah, you're failing at being a failure. By the way, damn um, it. No, seriously, I, I I listen to a lot of comedy, and I found the people that I like just off of uh, Pandora. Honestly, years huh. ago when Pen I started on Pandora. I was listening just to the comedy channel and people the that box I like. You're I just, never supposed to open. Seriously. I just, the people that really, really made me laugh, I looked them up on YouTube, started following them, and I've been hooked ever since. 
So for me, I it's only a couple that I follow. I like Joe Rogan. Talked about him enough on this podcast. Yep. He's extremely filthy, but I love him. Well, dude, like, that's uh, an investment of time, too, because doesn't he have, like, three- and four-hour podcasts sometimes? Oh, yeah, he does. And they're not all just, like, comedy. Like, he talks about UFC because he commentates for them. And right. he does a lot of stuff with uh, a lot of comedians, but he also is a straight-up, like, nerd who just loves to learn about other stuff. Like, I was watching a podcast today that was two hours long that was all about climate change. I thought it was awesome. So, like, uh, he, he, he had an interview with freaking Mike Tyson a couple weeks ago. I thought it was awesome. You know, uh, uh, so, that's, uh, <laughs> did, did you just say hoo ah in a belch? No. <clears throat> no. Simplify. Whatever. So, <laughs> um, the other thing is, like, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, what's his name? Tom Segura. Freaking love the guy. I think he's hilarious. Joey Diaz. Hilarious. Burt Kreischer. The Machine. He's the one who invented Secret Time. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Love the guy. So, it's a lot of people I don't follow. Uh, for black comedians, because all of them are white. <laughs> I'm a huge... I was going to say Sh- it, but I didn't. Well, I, I I caught it. I'm self-aware. Secret time, Michael's racist when it comes to comedians. <laughs> no, I'm self-aware. I I freaking love Dave Chappelle. I I honestly think that he is one of the greatest comedians of all time. I love Eddie Murphy. He doesn't do stand-up anymore, yeah. but I can almost quote word for word uh, his his two main albums, which were. Um, uh, uh, delirious and raw. You know, Delirious, his first comedy album. Did you did you watch that? Have you ever seen it? I have. I don't remember a lot. Your fail. That's a failure. How about Raw? You ever see him on Raw? I have not seen that one. No. <laughs> fail. Your homework so. assignment is to watch both of those. Before the next time we record. Seriously. Okay. Why? Seriously. <laughs> Are you going to quiz me? No, no, seriously. Minute 34. You have to watch, what did he say? <laughs> you, you have to watch both of those. Know. Richard Pryor. Hilarious. Multiple choice. Freaking love him. I'm not a Cat Williams fan. I think he's an idiot. Yeah, I could take or leave him. You know? I'm not a, uh, what's his name fan? I'm not a fan of Kevin Hart. I kind of like Kevin Hart. Everybody loves Kevin Hart. I'm not a fan of Kevin Hart. I think he, I I think he's lost his relatability. He's too rich and famous, and that's all he talks about. Yeah, I think he's lost his relatability. Yo, I was going outside, and I let my dog outside, (laughs) and then something happened in my big-ass yard, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so scared, my big-ass fucking yard, my big-ass dog, my big-ass house. It's like, okay, well. He, He is the biggest comedian in the world right now. He's bigger than everybody. I will say, I did like his last video. Video. Jesus, it's like I'm 75. On did you see that motion picture with that Kevin Hart guy? <laughs> yeah. Sitting in I the did bathtub. like his, uh, his last movie. Which one was that? Something up or up something. I don't know. Oh, I can see you really liked it. Yeah, I mean it was a, I mean it was good. Uh, I don't remember the fucking name of it. Jesus. I liked him in Jumanji. I thought Crucify that was good. Me. Crucify him and nail him to a tree. Jenna We've will get that. Really reference. gone downhill on this podcast. <laughs> and it's all your fault, Mofo. Because I, I had a Why is it my fault? I had a good like a good two solid two things I really wanted to talk about, and I was going to get satisfyingly deep and everything, and then you just like ruined it. Well, get satisfyingly deep. Who's stopping? I don't you? want to anymore. Okay, Catholic Church. 
I got one that is so rude and offensive, dude. Just say I, it. I don't want to say it because it's so rude and bad and offensive. We put explicit on here. Are you going to do it for real? No take backs? We're going to do what for real? Put explicit on here. Yeah, I usually do. Oh, I usually don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Use your judgment. I yeah, say fucking do it. Who it's cares? such a bad joke. I, I'll tell you once we're done recording. You know what? <clears throat> Let me plug this real quick. Cause, and then I'll, I'm doing this for a reason. So we've been messing around with Twitch yeah. and trying to get that going. And I don't necessarily, and I'm kind of speaking for both of us, but I think we've talked about it enough that I kind of can. So interject when you want to, if I'm wrong, but I don't know that we're going to use it specifically for recording the podcast. Um, but it is a live, uh, thing where like we can also interact with whoever's listening and, you know, it's kind of cool. We can push it and tell people like, Hey, we're going to be live Wednesday at seven, you know, hop on, join the chat. Um, and it's video and audio and, you know, it's kind of cool. So we've been, we've been, uh, flirting around and playing around and trying to figure the whole thing out. But, uh. Maybe that's a place where we can be a little more raw and intimate because there is a filter. Um, we can click that it's mature content. And before you even see anything we do, you have to click that you accept that. Um, so maybe that's an outlet where we can kind of let loose a little more than we already do. <laughs> and uh, and maybe we can do some more joking and more mature content sure. there. Um but yeah, also just to know, like we're kind of, we're kind of seeing where we can go with the whole Twitch thing and use it for podcasting and grow our community and whatnot. So keep uh, keep an ear out for that. We'll keep you posted for show. Yeah. All right. So we need to we need to tie this one up. Let's put a bow on it and call it pretty. All right. Uh, well, basically, the Catholic Church is weird, horrible, and super sensitive with shit that they're even fucked up over and snl keep doing what you do man no one's got to watch it you know what i'm saying just like this fucking podcast you don't got to listen no one's forcing you to listen to us nope the amazing part is people do and people obviously enjoy it so to those people we thank you from the bottom of our hearts because it's awesome man we've got 2,000 plays, I think, with only, this is now the 42nd episode, which we actually have 44 it's episodes out. It's more like out. 45, yeah. So, it's pretty cool, man. And uh, keep keep sharing the love. We see all the likes. We see all the plays. And uh, like we always claim, we're going to keep doing this shit because... Whether we had a mic in front of us or not, we'd be sitting around a fire or talking on the phone, having the same conversation. So thanks for joining the combo. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for joining the combo. So, uh, and I guess in the same token, if you're offended, let us know, you know, like we got to grow. We got to have conversation. So if it affects you, in a good way or a bad way, we're not afraid to hear that, you know? Michael, do you I'm agree? I'm not afraid, not afraid to take a stand, take a stand. Everybody, Everybody please take, take my, my hand. hand. Come take, take my hand. hand. Walk this road together. Through. All right, here we go. So uh, what do you call someone who refuses to fart in public? An idiot. Yeah. No, a private tutor. <laughs> All right, I'm done. So I'm literal. done. I'm so done. What are you, 12? You're laughing at that joke? Come on. Yeah, Come dude, on. I'm the guy who farts and laughs about 99% of the time, every time. Like, secret time? Here's my last secret time. Oh, my God. Come on. Secret time. Shh. 
My wife gives me so much hell, not because I fart loud, but because I laugh even louder about it. And she's like, what are you, seven? And I'm just, I'm laughing. It's funny, man. Farts are funny. Yeah. I can't help it. That farts, air coming out of your ass, it smells bad, and it's it sounds even funnier. That's That just makes yeah. me laugh. You know what it's I'm terrible. saying? I could have the terrible. worst fucking day. Someone lets a rank-ass, bomb-ass, loud fart, and I'm on the floor laughing, dude. We're just getting drunk and telling secrets. Secret time. God, I love these secret times. All right. All right, let's end this so I can tell you my extremely dirty and offensive joke that cannot be aired on this podcast. Uh, Ooh, and then we'll get on Twitch and air it out to people. No. Maybe. Maybe not. I had to pee like a racehorse. All right, brother, it's been real. Hey, everybody, yes. subscribe, like, yeah. leave a comment, five-star rating. We'll shout you out. We love you a long time. Unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. I'll let Laurel take it from here. <laughs> and Peace. repeat all the same infra- information. Yeah. Peace. With a cool bed of music. Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.